episode of Peace Prayer Podcast, where we share tips on living by faith and act on it by praying for conflicts around the world. Welcome to the Peace Prayer Podcast. Today is an exciting episode. We are going to um, address some important issues in our lives priority as a Christian but first before that or after that I mean we will delve into the core part of this podcast which is praying for the nations we declare God's will on the earth as it is in heaven See, but the first part that we're talking about priority as a Christian for us to be able to declare God's will on earth as it is in heaven and see it happen the way Jesus saw it happen in his time while he was here on earth in his ministry and of course you know right now he's in us walking through us we need to prioritize the things of God first the way Jesus prioritized the things of God first that's just our little pep talk this morning. Just prioritizing God first. And everything will come into place. Everything with the chips will fall. You see, they say the chips may fall, will fall where they may. But that's not how it works with God. God arranges the chips to fall how they will work out for your good. All things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to to his purpose. Proverbs said, I think it's Proverbs of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes says, you know, the lot is cast into the lap, but the counsel of the Lord shall stand. So my encouragement is to put God first. So I'm going to just set out to read a few scriptures that tell you about the benefits of putting God first. Seeking God whatever your career is whatever your pursuit in life is have God first before that thing and God will arrange everything to work out for your good he said he will make us the head and not the tail you see making us the head in your career the head in whatever it is is if you make him the head Colossians 3 tells us that there are so many scriptures on this, but I'll start with Proverbs 12, verse 28. It says, In the way of righteousness is life, and in its pathway there is no death. I'm reading from the modern English version. You know, I'll move on to um, another scripture that is really important in this conversation, and it's a longer one. I'm reading Proverbs 4. The whole of Proverbs 4 tells us that here, O children, the instructions of a father, and attend to no understanding, for I give you precepts. Do not forsake my teaching, for I was my father's son, a tender and the only beloved in the sight of my mother. He also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words. 
Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget it, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Before I get on to verse 7, remember, it's God speaking to you here. And wisdom is the word of God. Jesus called the word of God the wisdom of God. See, and before I continue on to verse 7, just listen to a few things about seeking God, primarily from David that made him prosper, that made him the best, one of the best kings. He never lost any war, no territory. It kept expanding and increasing. And he was the first king that is more like a king, a prophet, at the same time. In Psalm 27, verse 8, David said, When thou sayest, seek ye my face, this is the King KJV now, when thou sayest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. In Isaiah, the Bible says, seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read, no one of these shall fall. No, none shall want hermit, for my mouth he had commanded it, and his spirit he had guided them. And back to Proverbs 4, Proverbs 4, from verse 7, it says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she'll promote you. She'll bring you honor when you embrace her. She'll place on your head an ornament of grace. Wisdom will place on your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear my son and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in the right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. When you run, you will not stumble. Take hold, take firm hold of instruction. Do not let her go. Keep her, for she is alive. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not go in the way of evil, evil men. Avoid it. Do not travel in it. Turn from it and pass on, for they do not sleep unless they have done mischief, and their sleep is taken away unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the part of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They do not know at what they stumble. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to their body. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from you a dreadful mouth. Put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look right on and let your eyelids look straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Keeping God's word, seeking God, it's very important. It's something we need to do consistently in every time, every part of the day, having a call fellowship with God. Finally, I will read Philippians 3, 
This is saying of Paul, the Apostle Paul. He said from verse 7, he said, But what things were gained to me, I have counted these things to be lost for the sake of Christ. Remember, he was a lawyer, a revered man. In fact, he recounted and summarized some of his achievements earlier. Verse 4, it says, If any any man thinks that he has risen to trust in the flesh, I have more. I was circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as concerning the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, and concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. So he was as, he was very zealous. Okay, you may, some of you may be very passionate about your job, like Paul was. But you see, this second part from verse 7 kind of shows us a change in his mentality when he got saved. It's from verse 8 says, Yes, I certainly count everything as loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have forfeited the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. Remember, Christ is the anointed one and his anointing and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is true faith in Christ, the righteousness which is of God on the basis of faith, to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being confirmed unto his death, if somehow I might make it to the resurrection of the dead. Not that I have attained already or have already been perfected, but I fall after it so that I may lay hold of that for which I have, I was seized by Christ Jesus. Brothers, I do not count myself to have attained, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press forward toward the goal, to the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So at the end of the year, the day, when the bell ticks, when it's time to go, stand before the master, it's not so much of what you did as a doctor, as a lawyer, as an accountant, as whatever you are, you know, whatever field you are. That's not the important thing. But if God called you in that office, God called you in that role, in that profession, there is a purpose to it. If you put God first, seek God first in every single minute of your life, you will find yourself excelling in that role, not just excelling, but bringing glory to God. God will reveal to you the things you ought to do per minute, per second. God will guide you when you have God first, all to the glory of God. That is one of the things that's coming to me that I need to see is quite important. When you meditate upon the word in Joshua 1 verse 8, Joshua took upon the mantle from Moses. But God did not tell Joshua to fast or pray. God told him to be strong and courageous. God told him especially to know that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night so that you may act carefully according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way successful and you will have good success. Or you will have wise, as my version said. 
that is really important for us in anything we're doing to have good success. Praise God. So we're going to go into a time of intercession, a time to intercede for three situations. As we often do, it's, it's always good as we intercede. I, I encourage you to pray in the Spirit as I set out the prayer teams and the scriptural basis for our prayers. I implore you to intercede in the Spirit each time you listen to this. I could listen to it more than one time. And the three prayer points, the three areas or the issues we're going to deal with today, we're starting with Central African Republic. I just signed another ceasefire and the United Nations believes it's a critical step. Now, the President, Faustin Tuadera, announced on Friday that they are called with armed groups. Now, this country has been in conflict for a while and he stated that he hoped this will lead to dialogue and greater protection of civilians, and according to media reports. Now, you recall that the CIA Central African Republic has faced cycles of verbal violence, cycles since 2013, when the former leader, Francis Bozizé, was um, ousted from power. Even though there was a, a peace agreement was signed some time ago, um, about two years ago, yet the conflict has continued. And so today we're going to get on to pray. Uh, the first intercession point, prayer point, or team, it's we're going to pray for different, for peace among the different ethnic groups, tribes, political, and other warrior factions. Father, we thank you for peace in Central African Republic. And we declare, according to your word, in 2 Thessalonians 3.16, that the God of peace himself will give you, Central African Republic, peace, always by all means. The Lord be with you all. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, Central African Republic. According to number 626, there is no peace, says the Lord, unto the wicked. So those causing peace, Lord, moved in the name of Jesus. Your word says, Isaiah 57, verse 8, 18 to 21. I have seen his ways and will heal him. I will lead him also and restore him and restore comforts unto him and to his mourners. I will create, I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is afar off and to him that is near, said the Lord. And I will heal him. But the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest. Whose waters cast up death. There is no peace, said the Lord, to the wicked. Now the God of peace be with you all in Central African Republic. Amen. Romans 15, 33. In Psalm 29, 11, the Bible says the Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless the people of Central African Republic. Peace. In the name of Jesus, keep not silent, oh God, hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God, for lo, thy enemies make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel against the people, 
are consulted against the hidden ones, that men may know that that thou, whose name alone is Jehovah, you are the most high over all the earth. Psalm 83, 1 to 3, and verse 18. Psalm 147, 14 to 15. He makes peace within thy borders and fills thee with the finest of wheat, O Central African Republic. He sends forth his commandment upon the earth. His word runs swiftly. Second prayer point for Central African Republic. Mercy and sustained peace. Mercy, O Lord, and sustained peace. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield as we stand on behalf of Central African Republic. O Lord, our heart shall rejoice in you because we have trusted in you, in your holy name. Let thy mercy, O God, be upon Central African Republic according as we hope in you. Psalm 33, verse 19 to 22. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water he turns it whenever he will. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn that we care with, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Lord, we stand on behalf of Central African Republic. I will humble ourselves, O Lord, I will ask for your forgiveness. O Lord, I will ask that you heal that land. The word says in Proverbs 21, verse 30, 31, There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. We are for peace, O Lord. We pray according to Psalm 83, verse 1 to 3. We pray, O Lord, that you make peace within the borders of Central African Republic. That until the spirit, your word says, poured up from on high upon Central African Republic from on high, and the wilderness be made a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be counted for a forest, then judgment shall dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness remain in the fruitful field. And the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. When it shall hail coming down on the forest and the city shall be low in a low place blessed are ye that sow beside still water all waters that send forth he thither the feet of the ox and the axe in the name of Jesus we believe for sustained peace in Central African Republic in the name of Jesus now we're going to pray for Nigeria and Madagascar particularly northern Nigeria, is facing shortage with the food being given to displaced people. So they, they are having crisis of salvation or hunger in northern part of Nigeria where it comes to displaced people who rely on the World Food Program to be fed for the past few years. Madagascar is facing a severe drought linked to the climate change, they say. said more than one million people in southern Madagascar are struggling to get enough to eat, they said, due to what could become the first famine caused by climate change. That's what the World Food Program said. In Nigeria, 
said, following, following years of insecurity linked to Boko Haram and other non-state armed groups' activities that have disrupted livelihoods and forced hundreds of thousands of people to flee in search of shelter and security, more than one million children are already malnourished, according to the World Food Program. The World Food Program spokesman said that the agency may have to cut rations to more than half a million women, women, men, and children in northeastern Nigeria by the end of this month, unless at least $55 million funding is found. If I, in his words, we are facing very severe levels of hunger that we have witnessed since this is probably the highest that we are witnessing since the crisis exploded in 2016. In fact, approximately about 4.4 million people are facing acute food insecurity in the conflict-affected areas of Bono State, Adamawa State, and Yobe State. So for the last five years or so, the World Food Program has been providing life-saving food for these people, for these more than 4 million people in northeast Nigeria. And, and nutrition assistance to these severely food insecure and displaced families in camps and to vulnerable people living in host communities. So a COP intercession points for Madagascar, southern Madagascar, and northeast Nigeria aids praying against hunger, against famine, God's... So we pray that God deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul wait for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let our mercy, O Lord, be upon Nigeria, not East Nigeria, and Madagascar, according as we hope in you. Psalm 33, 19 to 22. In Daniel 9, 17. Now therefore, our God, listen to the prayer of your servants and to your place of mercy for your own sake, O Lord, and make your face shine upon Madagascar and not Eastern Nigeria, which is desolate. Nehemiah 9, 15. You, O Lord, gave the children of Israel bread from heaven for their hunger. And you brought forth water for them out of the rock for their thirst. Lord, we ask that you provide the same for the people in northeastern Nigeria and southern Madagascar. Lord, we acknowledge according to Deuteronomy 8.3, you fed the children of Israel with manna, which they knew not. Neither did their fathers know that you might make them know, that you might make them know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouths of the Lord does man live. And so accordingly, we proclaim your word in this situation, not Eastern Nigeria and Madagascar, Southern Madagascar. Our Lord, you said you have put your words in our mouth and covered us with the shadow of your hand that you may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth and say to Madagascar, Nigeria, you are my people. We declare food, hunger, out eradicated in the name of Jesus. Let there be food in those places. Let that 55 million the World Food Program need be 
provided in the name of Jesus. Let solution be found for southeastern, for southern Madagascar in the name of Jesus. Your word says in Isaiah 49 10, there will neither hunger nor thirst, nor will the desert heat or the sun beat down on them. He who has compassion on them will guide them and lead them beside springs of water. We pray, Lord, that your spirit be poured upon Madagascar from on high so that the wilderness be made a fruitful field in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask for mercy. Second prayer point, ask for mercy for the countries not eastern Nigeria and southern Madagascar. Let that mercy, O Lord, be upon these countries and according as we hope in you, O Lord. Psalm 33, 19. Second John 1, 3. Grace, mercy, and peace be upon these two countries from God the Father and from Jesus Christ the Son in truth and love. Ephesians 1 verse 2. Grace to you and peace to you. Peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. May mercy, Jude 1 verse 2. May mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you in the name of Jesus. Surely goodness and mercy will follow you. Psalm 23 verse 6. All the days of your life, in the name of Jesus. Lamentation 3 verse 22. Because of your great love, Nigeria, not Eastern Nigeria, will not be consumed. Southern Madagascar will not be consumed. For his compassion never fails. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceases. For his compassions never fail. In the name of Jesus. The final prayer is for South Sudan. Now, South Sudan is facing serious flooding. And so that is our final country to pray for today uh, in this episode of the podcast. South Sudan have had weeks of heavy rain that have caused unrelenting floods, affecting more than 700,000 people across that country. Now, the World UNHCR, the United Nations High Commissioner Commission for Refugees, their representative in South Sudan said this uh, last week, last Tuesday. He said the rains have swept away homes and inundated farmlands, forcing families to seek safety on higher grounds or in neighboring towns. So first, let's pray for divine help and mercy for South Sudan. Lord, you said, according to Romans 9.15, you have mercy on whom you have mercy. Said to Moses, you have mercy on whom you have mercy. And you have compassion on whom you will have compassion. So then it does not depend on man's desire or effort, but on God's mercy. Let the mercy be shown on South Sudan in the name of Jesus. Psalm 51 verse 1. Have mercy on South Sudan, O God, according to your unfailing love according to your great compassion, and end this flooding in the name of Jesus. Jeremiah 42, 12. You will have compassion on South Sudan and restore South Sudan to your dear land. Psalm 106, verse 46. He made them objects of compassion to all who held them captive. Nehemiah 9, 33. But in your great mercy, you did not put an end to them or abandon them. Abandon them. For you are a gracious and merciful God. May God give South Sudan more and more mercy, peace and love, according to Jude 1 verse 2. 
Psalm 86 verse 5. For you, O Lord, are kind and forgiving, rich in loving devotion to all who call on you. Lord, we call upon you, Lord. We call upon you for South Sudan in the name of Jesus. Psalm 86 verse 15. But you, O Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and devotion and faithfulness. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love and devotion. Let our mercy, O Lord, be upon South Sudan according as we hope in you. Psalm 33, 19 again to 22. Lord, you said in Isaiah 57, 18 to 21. I have seen it his way and will heal him. I will lead him also and restore comfort unto him and to his mourners. I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is afar off and to him that is near, said the Lord, and I will heal him. Heal South Sudan, O Lord, we pray. Heal South Sudan, O Lord. And be merciful to South Sudan, O God, be merciful to South Sudan. For in you our soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings, we will take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. Psalm 57, 1 to 2. Now, second prayer point for South Sudan. Now let's pray for believers, missionaries in South Sudan, that God will protect them and make them equipped to be dispensers of God's peace, dispensers of God's miraculous power and blessing in every way possible for that situation in South Sudan in the name of Jesus Romans said now the God of peace be with you all amen Isaiah 28 says for a spirit of justice God will give a spirit of justice to those who sit in judgment and for strength to those who turn the battle at the gates the Lord will give strength unto his people the Lord will bless his people with peace Lord, your word says in Isaiah 43, 2, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. The Lord is good, a refuge in time of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. John 16, 33, I have told you these things that, you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Do not grieve. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 10, second part of verse 10. 10b. Proverbs 3, 25 says, Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your feet from being snared. Psalm 46, verse 1 to 2. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Psalm 91, verse 2. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom will I trust. Psalm 27, verse 5. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal South Sudan under the cover of his tent. He will lift South Sudan up and his people in South Sudan up 
upon a rock. Thirdly, let's pray for rescue and restoration in South Sudan. Pray for rescue of those stranded, rescue of the country, and restoration of the country in the name of Jesus. Psalm 32, 7 to 8 says, You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. In the name of Jesus. So we pray now for South Sudan. Make these declarations South Sudan. Not Eastern Nigeria. That the Lord bless them. Southern Madagascar. And keep them. Central African Republic. May the face shine upon them. And may the Lord be gracious to them. May the Lord turn his face toward these countries. And give them peace. In the name of Jesus. And that is our prayer. That the Lord give peace, restoration, provision to northeastern Nigeria, southern Madagascar, Central African Republic, and South Sudan. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for blessing these countries, keeping these countries, making your face shine upon these countries, and being gracious to these countries. In the name of Jesus, cause your face to shine towards them and give them peace. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We bless your name. These countries will have peace. Central African Republic will have sustained peace. In the name of Jesus. Not Eastern Nigeria. They require 55 million. The World Food Program need will be provided. Food made available for those that are starving. In northeastern Nigeria, in the name of Jesus, thank you for rooting out the problem causing the insecurity in northeastern Nigeria, in the name of Jesus. For Madagascar, Lord, we thank you for providing an end to the drought, in the name of Jesus. Let there be rain in Madagascar. Let everything causing that drought cease, cause an end to come to that drought inducing famine in the name of Jesus thank you for sustaining peace Central African Republic and Lord we ask in South Sudan the rain the flooding go back disease in the name of Jesus amen let their families their children in these countries be blessed make your favor be upon them 
to thousand generations and their families, their children, and their children in these countries be blessed because your favor is upon these countries. We pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you for your mercy, for your favor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Time today, um, praying with us and sharing tips on walking by faith. Um, till we meet you next time, I'll say shalom. Keep walking by faith and keep praying for peace. That is the way we shorten the days of the end times by praying and walking by faith. Pray for conflict hotspots and walking by and walk by faith. Live the life in the spirit. Till we meet again, shalom. Thank you.